the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on KLUP 930 AM The Answer. Podcasts everywhere, Facebook Live and YouTube. If you haven't seen my YouTube videos, please go to my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for Talk Law Radio. Look for the Lady Justice and the red, white, and blue logo. And click the subscribe button, and there's a little bell. If you figure out how to click that bell, you'll get an alert on your computer or smartphone to let you know when new content is being uploaded. And we've been uploading uh, videos in uh, four segments. So we take this uh, 48-minute show, and we divide that into four, and uh, we post one of those videos uh, during the each day of the week also have some short videos that are 30 seconds long or so if your attention span is is uh, conducive for that um, today we're going to be talking about the corporate transparency act um, because this is one of those hidden legal issue blind spots that i like to talk about on the radio a lot of people don't know about it. Uh, if, you, if you've heard about it, let me know what you've heard. Uh, give us a call here at the station. I'm live today, December 16th, 2023. Call us here at the station at 210-308-8867. Let me know what have you heard about the Corporate Transparency Act. Or you can text me at 210-538-4770. The text line is 210-538-4770, uh, or you can go to TalkLawRadio.com. You can click a button there about how to ask a question. I'll get those alerts uh, during the show as well. Again, I'm going to be talking about the Corporate Transparency Act. Uh, if you have an LLC, limited liability company, or if family limited partnership or other entity that has to be filed with the secretary of state um, you might be subject to the corporate transparency act if you have an llc or other type of business entity for running a small business holding rental properties or investments or otherwise protecting your assets you might be subject to this federal transparency act if so, um, well, it's called the Tran Corporate Transparency Act. It's known as the CTA. Uh, the CTA requires certain entities and organizations to report information about controlling parties and beneficial owners to the United States Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, known as FinCEN. How do you feel as a law-abiding business owner that you have to register with the United States Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. It's interesting, isn't it, to have to register with the government so that they can find criminals. I'm, I tend to favor more liberty and freedom and, and less government control. Uh, you probably already know that about me. Um, but... If you hold a different view, call me now at 210-308-8867, 
and let me know why you think it's so important for law-abiding business owners to register with the uh, Federal United States Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. So I'm going to be talking about what, what's required. Um, actually, uh, the online registration doesn't begin until after the new year. Uh, but you you can even go to the, the FinCEN website yourself and uh, keep following up with that. Of course, I'll be sending out newsletters, doing more podcasts and, and videos through the Marquardt Law Firm to inform our clients and uh, referral sources about this new requirement because there are millions of probably tens of millions of business entities that are subject to this new requirement to register with this uh, federal uh, financial crimes uh, network. So I'm going to go through some of the the requirements today. Also, we'll be talking about saints and sinners, and I'll talk a little bit about legacy. It's the, the holidays are coming up, whether you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or something else, Uh, Festivus maybe, if you're a Seinfeld fan. Um, I think it's a lot of fun to uh, just imagine what it would be like to um, test our our feats of strength with family members during the holidays. This is something uh, that the made-up holiday of Festivus uh, does as an activity. Um, my wife's family likes to play board games and do puzzles, but, um, I think it would be fun, you know, for my brother and me to test our strength against one another. Uh, if you follow Seinfeld, the, the sitcom, um, George's father said that, uh, Festivus could not be finished until he was defeated in this feat of strength. Um, But the real reason for the season is Christmas, of course, uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, uh, which uh, reminds me that I need to pray for us. (laughs) I got too excited about talking about the Corporate Transparency Act. Before we get started talking about the law or continue talking about the law, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, for our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to follow your will. Please help us learn about the Corporate Transparency Act and how to comply with this new federal law and regulation of registering our businesses. Help us to do everything we do for the good of your people, for our own good and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we're talking about... Corporate Transparency Act today. This is in uh, U.S. Code, Chapter 31, Subchapter 2. Um, but before I do that, I'm going to be talking about this fraud alert that I saw on the, the FinCEN website, the Financial Crimes Center Network website. Uh, says, FinCEN has been notified of recent fraudulent attempts to solicit information from individuals and entities who may be subject to the reporting requirements under the Corporate Transparency Act. This fraudulent correspondence may be titled Important Compliance Notice and asks the recipient to click a URL, that's like an internet link, or to scan a QR code. Those emails or letters are fraudulent. FinCEN does not send unsolicited requests. Please do not respond to these fraudulent messages or click any links or scan any QR codes within them because it's probably a virus of some type. So what is FinCEN? I wanted to go to that first because it, it's, it sounds funny when I say it. It's F is in Frank, I N is in Nancy, C E N is in Nancy, FinCEN. That's short for the United States Department of Treasury 
Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. That's the entity that we're going to have to start registering with, or registering our LLCs, corporations, and uh, limited partnerships. So don't be deceived by the word corporate in Corporate Transparency Act, because it does require any entity that is filed or registered with a, a secretary of state, a state uh, agency, requires any of those types of business entities to uh, register with this. Of course, there's a whole long list of exceptions, and I'll get into that in just a little bit. Um, but there's going to be millions, tens of millions of small businesses that are subject to this requirement to register with FinCEN. I'll be talking more about that after the break, so stay tuned. Are you looking for reliable tax services? Look no further than Hector Signs with Liberty Tax Services, our valued sponsor here at Talk Law Radio. With years of expertise and dedication to excellence, Hector Signs ensures your taxes are in safe hands. Whether it's individual or business taxes, trust Hector Signs and Liberty Tax Services for thorough, accurate, and efficient tax solutions. Call Hector Signs at 210-764-5648. That's 210-764-5648 for all your tax needs 9 30 a.m the answer welcome back to talk law radio i'm todd marquart you're listening on 9 30 a.m the answer podcasts or youtube or facebook live today i'm live it's december 16th 2023 and i'm taking questions about the corporate transparency act Uh, which is going to require millions or even tens of millions of new small businesses or even existing businesses, uh, whether you filed in the 70s or before that or after that. We're talking a huge, very large number of businesses that are going to be registering with uh, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Uh, How do you feel about that? Call me now at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm interested in knowing how you feel about uh, registering your law-abiding business with a government agency, uh, whether you think that's necessary or whether you think it's important uh, that the government do more to crack down on money laundering and, and financial terrorism. Uh, You probably heard during the commercial break about uh, Liberty Tax with Hector Sines. Uh, He and I talked about year-end tax planning on October 29th, 2023. So you can uh, watch or listen to that episode uh, that we previously recorded. And it's still 2023, so there might be still some things that you can do now that will affect how much you pay on April 15th, 2024. So accountants and attorneys like to call that year-end tax planning. Of course, you have to do everything in compliance with the law, and nothing that uh, Hector or I say uh, will allow you to escape liability from um, violating uh, Internal Revenue Code laws or regulations. Um, But... If you want personal advice, you should contact an accountant, tax preparer, or Hector Signs at Liberty Tax. Uh, you can email him at hector.signs, which is spelled S as in Sam, A-E, N as in Nancy, Z, at Liberty South San. That's Liberty South, S as in Sam, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy, dot com, and get some help planning for your federal tax return. Today I'm talking about the Corporate Transparency Act, uh, which I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of registering uh, with my clients because we use business entities uh, for those who have small businesses or those who uh, want to protect and preserve their assets uh, or 
for estate planning purposes. So I want to talk about the some of the estate planning purposes um, because y- you may have done this already. Uh, if one of if your estate planning attorney suggested that you establish an LLC or maybe a family limited partnership, um, we may need to talk, or you may need to call your existing attorney. So, how does the Corporate Transparency Act affect? your estate planning. Does your estate plan include strategies using LLCs or limited partnerships? Complying with the requirements of the Corporate Transparency Act is of utmost importance if you own a business entity or have one as part of your estate plan. Because we routinely create entities that might qualify as what's referred to now as a reporting company as part of our estate plan. If you have one, you need to learn more about the financial uh, FinCEN, the financial, let's see, what is it called? I'm losing it. Okay, let me find, what is FinCEN? (laughs) It's the U.S., United States Department of Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. Say that ten times fast. Fin Sen, like the fin of a fish and center Sen. F is in Frank, I, N is in Nancy, C is in Cat, E, N is in Nancy. That's Fin Sen, U.S. Department of Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. That's who law-abiding business owners are going to have to register with. Okay, so let me go back to um, how does it affect your estate planning. Well, you might be using an LLC for a small business or holding rental companies. So this might apply to uh, real estate investors, uh, which we have a lot of in San Antonio, Um, There's even a popular radio show for real estate investors. And so on this station that I listen to sometimes. And so if you also listen to that show and you have some rental properties, you might need to talk to your lawyer about this uh, Corporate Transparency Act. Um, You might have an LLC for investments or or for otherwise protecting other assets. Or you might have a family-limited partnership. Uh, We established uh, a lot of those back in the day when the estate tax exemption was much lower uh, because it was a way of of discounting the value of an estate. It's a very complicated process now, the, the IRS has some new rulings that interpret how much discounting can be done and requires lots of valuations. Uh, So you probably, if you have a family-limited partnership, you probably have an estate planning attorney on retainer. If you haven't spoken to your estate planning attorney in years, I suggest you reestablish contact. Uh, Find out what the updates are and talk about the Corporate Transparency Act. So you're probably wondering, as was I, whether a trust has to report this information to FinCEN. Uh, Although a trust is not considered to be a reporting company under the Corporate Transparency Act, if your trust owns an interest in a reporting company, like an LLC or series LLC or limited partnership. Certain information about your trust may also have to be disclosed under the Corporate Transparency Act because it might be deemed to be a beneficial owner. So let's talk, let's define some more key terms here. What is a reporting company? What is a reporting organization? A reporting company subject to the Corporate Transparency Act is a corporation, LLC, or similar entity created by a filing a document with the Secretary of State or similar office under the laws of a state or Indian tribe 
or that was formed under the laws of a foreign country and registered to do business in the United States. So the types of companies that that must report, unless exempt under some other provision, are any entity, any business entity, that's created by filing a document with the Secretary of State or similar office. So it just goes to my point that if you filed something, a business type, you're probably going to have to do this unless you're exempt. And I'll talk about the exemptions a little later. Who has to file or what information has to be disclosed? Well, you have to disclose who the beneficial owners are. And you might be a beneficial owner if you own at least 25% of a reporting company. Or you might be a ben- you might be deemed to be a beneficial owner if you can exercise substantial control. What do you have to report? You have to report your name, date of birth, residential address, identifying number or FinCEN number, which is your Social Security number or tax identification number, or you can apply to FinCEN for some other number. But in order to get that FinCEN number, you have to disclose what your Social Security number or tax identification number is. How, when, where do you report? Well, the the reporting requirement begins January 1st, 2024. It applies to entities created at any time, but the requirement to report begins after the first of the year. If you filed before January 1st, 2024, the your due date for Filing this information is due one year after the effective date. So if you've already filed now, then you have a whole year to file. If you create a new business entity after January 1st, 2024, you have 30 days to register that business with FinCEN. And if you're just joining the show... You're probably wondering why I keep saying FinCEN. It's a strange word. It's an abbreviation of the U.S. Department of Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN. And the reason I keep mentioning it is because law-abiding businesses have a requirement to file, to register with FinCEN, who the beneficial owners are of their reporting company. If you have questions about this that you want to talk about now, live on the air, call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, let me know how how much this upsets you or uh, how much you think that this is going to be a great thing for combating uh, financial funding of terrorism and money laundering. Or you can text me at 210-538-4770. The text line is 538-4770. Or you can go to my website, talklawradio.com, and click Ask a Question. I've been talking about how to comply, or does the Corporate Transparency Act even apply to you? So many businesses... Many business regulations apply only to large businesses. The Corporate Transparency Act is unique because this one specifically targets small businesses. If we didn't already have enough to deal with in running a small business, now the federal government wants to be involved in our business. We have to register our report, our uh, company business owners and and uh, beneficial business owners and those with substantial control to the, the FinCEN. If you own a small business, you might be subject to this act unless uh, 
you're exempt, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Your business might be exempt. Well, I'll say that later. A lot of people are worried that this information is going to be subject to uh, public disclosure. And the government's telling us now that this information's not available to the public. FinCEN will only disclose information to financial institutions, law enforcement, and government agencies for compliance and anti-money laundering purposes. And we know that the federal government never does anything to weaponize the regulations that are on the books now, so we don't have anything to worry about. Stay tuned. I'll be talking more about saints, sinners, legacy, and the Corporate Transparency Act. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Podcasts everywhere, Facebook Live, and YouTube. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's where you can listen to this uh, 48-minute episode in bite-sized chunks. Uh, We break that down into 10-minute segments uh, so that you can enjoy throughout the week. Uh, We also have shorter videos uh, that are around 30 seconds or so. Uh, You can find those on YouTube. Uh, Just search for Talk Law Radio on YouTube and look for Lady Justice and the red, white, and blue logo. And click the subscribe button. It would really help me out if you would click subscribe because YouTube has these rules that uh, don't allow me to uh, stream live until I have 1,000 subscribers. And I know that I have 1,000 listeners Uh, many thousands of listeners, so there's probably at least a thousand of you that enjoy listening to me talk about the law on the radio enough for you to click subscribe on YouTube. And if you click the little bell, you'll get an alert on your computer or smartphone to let you know when new episodes are being uploaded. That would really help me out. Uh, That'd be a nice Christmas gift for me, for me to wake up on Christmas morning and see that my YouTube channel has 1,000 subscribers. If I was going to write a letter to Santa, that's what I would ask him to do, to have all his little elves um, subscribing to Talk Law Radio. Wouldn't that be funny? Uh, Today I'm talking about the Corporate Transparency Act. If you're just joining us, uh, this is an act that requires businesses that are filed, like LLCs, corporations, partnerships. Uh, Limited partnership is an entity that that does file with the Secretary of State. Um, If you're an informal partnership, uh, you don't really have to file. If you uh, run a business as a sole proprietor, you you don't have anything filed. Um, But for those of us who want to protect ourselves from liability or limit our liability, Uh, Those types of entities do file, and those are the ones that are generally required to uh, register with FinCEN. And I've been talking about FinCEN. Uh, FinCEN is the United States uh, Department of Treasury Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. And how do you feel about registering your law-abiding business with a financial crimes enforcement network. It's like, um, well, would I, do I have to register myself as a law-abiding individual with uh, the FBI? Do I have to submit my fingerprints just for the privilege of being a United States citizen? Uh, it seems to me that this is the road that we're going down. Uh, during one of the Republican debates, um, it was discussed that uh, presidential candidate Nikki Haley wants uh, everyone using social media to have to verify their identity to prove that we're not robots. 
uh, because she wants to cut down on bots in the social media uh, arena to prevent, you know, other uh, foreign adversaries from using social media as a psychological tool against us. Um, How do you feel about uh, registering yourself or your business uh, to prevent crime? Call me at 210-308-8867 right now and tell me how you feel about that. Does that make you think that you're losing a little bit of liberty and freedom when you have to register things with the federal government? Or is this something you think is needed to prevent from bad people from tax evasion, uh, drug trafficking, sex trafficking, money laundering, and financial terrorism? Um, I just remembered uh, we're supposed to talk about saints and sinners. love that song. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. Um, But Martin Luther would say, I'm forgiven and absolved because of what Jesus did for us uh, by dying on the cross and rising to new life three days later. Uh, But it all began began on Christmas uh, 2,000 years ago. Uh, Jesus was born in a manger and uh, I encourage you to go to a Christmas service uh, somewhere in town and be reminded of the Christmas story. So today's saint is going to be uh, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. She passed away recently, and I uh, just want to recognize her for her service to the federal Uh, United States Supreme Court. She was the first woman justice. She was appointed by President Ronald Reagan in 1981. She served until 2006. And in 2009, uh, President Barack Obama awarded her with the nation's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And Here's a fun fact. I met Justice O'Connor personally when I was studying international law at the University of Innsbruck in Austria. And so that's a fun fact. She's our our saint because um, she served our country and helped interpret laws, and we honor her for that. The sinner is Hunter Biden. Uh, because he was indicted uh, for felony tax offenses and misdemeanor tax offenses. And you probably already heard about that in the news, but just in case you didn't, um, the indictment says that uh, for four years he didn't pay $1.4 million in federal taxes, And it says he evaded taxes for the year 2018 and filed false returns. Uh, You might remember that there's another famous person that uh, went to prison for tax evasion, Al Capone. So maybe Hunter Biden is our modern-day Al Capone. (laughs) If convicted, he faces a maximum penalty of 17 years in prison, Uh, You may have also heard that he was uh, in the Senate recently uh, giving a public statement about how unfair it is that he's being indicted. Uh, He didn't uh, go over to the House because he was uh, subpoenaed to give um, deposition testimony over there. And just an interesting fact that if you're uh, on the Senate side of things, just present over there, um, the the House of Representatives cannot uh, require you to come over to the House side. That, that is just a, a weird coincidence. If you want to read the actual indictment, let me know. I'll email it to you. Email me at host at talklawradio.com, H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com, and I'll email you a copy of this indictment. Um, 
So back to the Corporate Transparency Act, it's estimated that in 2024 alone, there's expected to be 33 million entities filing with FinCEN. And FinCEN is the the federal U.S. Department of Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. That's who you have to to file with, unless there's an exception. And big businesses are exempt because uh, the theory is that they already are regulated under other statutes. So if you're a bank or you're you're a financial services company like a, a brokerage or or stock uh, company, you already have to file with other federal agencies, and and they already monitor what you're doing. If you if your LLC or corporation or limited partnership has uh, gross revenues less than no, excuse me. If you earn more, if your revenue is more than $5 million annually, if, if that's what it says on your tax return, uh, and you have more than 20 employees, and uh, then you're probably going to be exempt. So this is one of the, the regulations that actually targets small businesses, um, so those that earn less than $5 million and those that have a small number of employees, which, which is a lot of businesses, because uh, the economy in the United States is built on small businesses. And so mom-and-pop shops everywhere will be looking for help in complying with the Corporate Transparency Act. And you're probably wondering, what happens if I don't report? What happens if I don't register with uh, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network? Well, I'll tell you. And after this break, you'll want to know because you don't want to have to pay these fines and you don't want to have to go to jail. Stay tuned. Are you looking for reliable tax services? Look no further than Hector Signs with Liberty Tax Services, our valued sponsor here at Talk Law Radio. With years of expertise and dedication to excellence, Hector Signs ensures your taxes are in safe hands. Whether it's individual or business taxes, trust Hector Signs and Liberty Tax Services for thorough, accurate, and efficient tax solutions. Call Hector Signs at 210-764-5648. That's 210-764-5648 for all your tax Tax needs. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio. I'm Todd Marquardt, attorney in Texas and also licensed in New Mexico. And today I'm talking about the Corporate Transparency Act. And a fun fact is that on December 15th, 1791, the Bill of Rights was ratified. So we celebrate the the Bill of Rights this week also. Um, But this is the fourth segment, and I like to talk about legacy. And now it's time for the Talk Law Radio Legacy Spotlight. What's your legacy? Sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. So you probably remember that I'm an attorney at Marquardt Law Firm, and attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm focus on business and estate law including last wills, living trusts, and tax-protected inheritance plans, new businesses and old businesses which might have issues with corporations, contracts, LLCs, limited partnerships, and we can represent those who are facing problems from lack of planning, like in district court, county court, or probate court. And because all of that stuff centers around a person's legacy, or at least that's why I do the things I do because I want my kids to learn something from me now while I'm alive and also after I'm gone. I hope they remember all of the great things that I did 
uh, for them and for the community and the world. I like to talk about legacy. I like to encourage you to think about your legacy. How are people going to remember you? And what impact are you going to leave on the community? Or maybe even one person. Now, if your parents, you probably hope to impact your children or your grandchildren. Or if you're not parents, if you don't have children, you probably have people that you have mentored. And you probably want them to remember you as doing a a good job or uh, helping them get through something or helping them get established. Those are all legacies, uh, how we're remembered by those who are left behind. Today, I want to talk about legacy in this way. Um, Some of you are going to be visiting loved ones uh, from out of town. Um, Either they're coming to visit you or you're going to visit somebody who you only see infrequently because maybe you live in another state or another nation or country. And so it's been a while since you saw these loved ones. What I want you to do is ask them if they if they have talked to their estate planning attorney about um, the federal attack, estate tax law from the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act and how it's expiring at the end of 2025. Stay with me because I, I, I have a strategy here <laughs> um, because I have a, a lot of family members, friends, and clients who get real nervous and anxious about talking to their family about estate planning. Uh, they don't, they don't want to ask, do you have a will? They don't want to ask, um, are your affairs in order? Because they're scared. They're scared that they're going to be perceived as like the prodigal son, that you're, you're just wanting to get your inheritance early. Or they're scared that um, it, it just makes them uncomfortable to talk about death and dying. And uh, they, they don't want their loved ones to think that they're thinking about death and dying. So an easy way to, to get through that barrier is just say, Did you know that The federal estate tax law from the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expires at the end of 2025. Then just wait a second or two. Let them respond. Then ask, have you spoken to your estate planning attorney about that? And then wait a couple of seconds and let them respond. And here's my theory, that your loved ones are going to say something that helps you discover whether or not they've done any planning at all. Because uh, I think if, if I asked uh, anyone in my family that question, um, it would spark a conversation about, uh, well, I did a will 20 years ago, or um, I haven't spoken to my estate planning attorney in a few years or a few months, or I just saw him last week, last month, or last year. Any response that they give you is going to be good information. And then you can follow up with things like, well, I have my affairs in order. I I just, I'd really like to know that your affairs are in order also because I, I, I want for things to be organized and I want for things to, uh, in a, in a very timely and organized manner so that there's no fighting no conflict. Uh, attorneys at Marquardt Law Firm uh, what, try to empower clients to tax efficiently, protect and preserve assets, reduce family conflict, and uh, benefit from all types of government benefits and, and laws and tax savings. So th- reducing family conflict is a big part of estate planning. And some bankers and investment advisors, financial planners, uh, all, 
estate planning to them is just making sure that you've designated a beneficiary. Well, yes, that's the easy part, but the difficult part is having these tough conversations. Another reason that you want to ask whether your loved one's affairs are in order is to to make some mental notes about their memory and cognition. Is it as good as it was the last time you visited, or has it gotten worse? Those are things to make mental notes of because you probably care about your loved ones and you want to uh, make sure that they're doing good and you're concerned about their well-being and their health. And just statistics, as people age, the statistics tell us that uh, we're going to become disabled or incapacitated before we die. So there are other important questions to address uh, about how things are going to be taken care of before we die if we become disabled or incapacitated. So that's our legacy spotlight. I know it's not um, very upbeat to have that type of conversation, um, but it's necessary. It's our responsibility to our loved ones to have our affairs in order. Um, I had a friend that died tragically in a car accident, and he didn't have life insurance. Uh, he he left a, a surviving spouse and several minor children. If If you're married, if you have minor children, it's your responsibility to take care of them if you're not going to be earning an income anymore. So that's my soapbox for today. Uh, I do want to talk more about the Corporate Transparency Act, just in case uh, you're you're tuning in at the end of our show today. The Corporate Transparency Act is something that was passed uh, back in 2001, um, but it's just now uh, becoming effective because it, it took some time for the Department of the Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network to develop a system for registering law-abiding businesses. And so you don't have to register until after January 1st. Um, But I want you to know about it because there's so many millions and tens of millions of businesses that have been filed last year, last month, 10 years ago, 50 years ago, that are going to have to comply with this regulation to register who the beneficial owners of a reporting organization are. And if you need more information about that, you can go to the uh, Financial Crimes Enforcement Network website, or you can contact an attorney. I'm sure that There's going to be lots of people talking about this. I'm going to be doing seminars about this. I'm going to be doing some special YouTube videos. I'm just trying to get out the word because what happens if you don't comply? Well, you can be fined $500 a day, up to $10,000. You can be imprisoned for up to two years. Now, here's something that I've been mulling over, thinking over, is um, what happens if these criminals, these traffickers, these money launderers and terrorists don't comply? Are they going to have to pay $500 a day up to $10,000? And if it's a terrorist organization like Hamas, that already gets billions of dollars from the federal government, what incentive do they have to register? $10,000? Are you kidding me? They already get billions. And so they would just gladly just pay the fine. And they probably have some fall guy that would go to jail for them for two years. Um, The only people that are going to comply with this law are law-abiding citizens, just like everything else that the federal government does to try and combat crime that only puts a burden on law-abiding citizens. I think they're going to find the same things. Um, maybe they'll catch a few stupid criminals and, and 
I don't know what impact that'll have. Um, but let me know whether this makes you upset that you have to file with the federal government. Let me know if you think it's necessary to combat money laundering, terrorism, and trafficking. But since we're coming to the end of the show, you'll have to email me your opinion at host at talklawradio.com. That's H-O-S-T at talklawradio.com. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, Make my Christmas uh, a merry one by uh, allowing me to wake up on Christmas morning with 1,000 subscribers. That way, I can stream live on YouTube as well as Facebook. And uh, that way I can help you discover more legal issue blind spots by listening to me talk about the law on the radio, podcasts, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, you can uh, go to my website, Talk Law Radio, and search for previous episodes about other laws that I talk about, talk about lots of things. Um, Next Sunday, you'll be hearing about a court case of Cox versus State of Texas, and uh, so that's an interesting abortion case. Uh, But for now, I'm Todd Marquardt. I'll talk to you later. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.